Hi everyone, thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Musings of a Man and a Fan podcast. My name is Paul, your regular host. On today's show, I'll be talking about our victory over Aston Villa in the FA Cup third round. We defeated Aston Villa by a lone goal with a goal scored by Scott McTominay. And we are through to the next round and we will be taking on Middlesbrough at Old Trafford, I think sometime in February. And I would like to share my thoughts on how the game went and do a review of the whole performance. So I'll be back after the break to share my thoughts on what ultimately was a disappointing and poor performance by Manchester United, but a victory is a victory and we take it and move. So I'll be right back after the break. Don't go anywhere. Hi everyone, welcome back to the show. Thank you for staying tuned and thank you for tuning in as well. Please do not forget to subscribe for the Music of Remind and Fan podcast on your preferred podcast platform. We have different podcast platforms you can use to subscribe. We are on Anchor. You can also subscribe on Spotify. You can subscribe on iTunes and every other podcasting platform out there that you prefer listening to your favorite podcast on. All right, back to the game. And overall, it was a disjointed performance. Uh, It was a poor performance overall. Um, It was certainly better than the Wolves' performance, you know. Last week, we lost to Wolves uh, by a long goal at Old Trafford. Today, we won. But it's not because we were vintage, but it was just because we were slightly better and Aston Villa did not take their chances. Aston Villa created as many chances as we did, if not more, but couldn't take their chances. The chances that went in were overturned for offside or infringement, you know. Two goals that they scored in the second half were overturned and the the theme of the game is my United are just too easy to play against and my United cannot take control of the midfield. The games games are won and lost in the midfield and I feel that Aston Villa had too much control over the midfield. In fact, they have 7% possession of the ball while we had just 43%. And that's not good enough for a club of this standard, a club of our quality. We shouldn't be losing possession or losing control of the midfield to players like um, McGinn, Jacob Ramsey, Emilio Buendia and Douglas Costa. Sorry, Douglas Luiz, I beg your pardon. It makes no sense really that we are losing the midfield battle to a midfield like that. If that kind of midfield can dominate Manchester United, then we need to do something seriously about our midfield. I do not... Rafranit appears to be another puppet. I have to be frank with you guys. Rafranit does not speak like one who wants to um, bring wholesale changes or radical changes. What we need is radical changes in the approach, in our approach. If we want to win trophies, if we want to dominate teams, if we want to move up the level move up a level, we need to do something about our midfield. And is either Rafranik has accepted that he can't get the midfield that he wants this uh, this transfer window or 
he's waiting for the summer to get a midfielder or he's also clueless like Ole was or he thinks his players are good enough. Imagine in his interview he say he's suggesting that in the future McTominay can even become a captain. Captain my foot. That is utter bollocks, really. I don't even want to hear that. Not definitely not in Manchester United. It has to maybe in Scotland or something or another club. Future future captain for what? He's is not. He may have scored the goal and he may have a half decent game, but he was not by any means spectacular. He was not outstanding. You know, he may have won one of the match, but he wasn't outstanding. The game was crying out for somebody to seize control, and it was Aston Villa who were dominating. We scored in the eighth minute through McTominay said that after Fred's a great cross, but we lost control of the midfield afterwards. Aston Villa were creating chance after chance after chance after chance. The job was saving our ass. Um, while Lindelof was making sloppy mistakes, gifting opportunities to Aston Villa, which only was failed to capitalize. Instead, he hit the crossbar. We couldn't. We didn't get back into the game until, excuse me, I think in the thirty seventh minute when we now were able to create a chance through Cavani, who f- made um, Martinez work, but you know we couldn't score, and we started having chances on the break through Rashford, who didn't score. You know, he didn't hit his shot with conviction or take a pass. You know, so we created chances after. Um, you know, towards the end of the f- first half, maybe when Villa were beginning to tire from the domination and the pressing and all that, you know. In the second half, it was even it was even worse. The second half, for the first to the five minutes, we we're on the ropes. We we're hanging, we are hanging on, and of course, Villa scored twice with the goals chalked off for either an infringement or for offside, you know. And we didn't do much until after the 70th minute when we started getting control of the game, you know. And I'm not surprised it's coinciding with Van der Beek's introduction, helping us to seize more control of the midfield and try to take a thing out of the game. And we started creating chances because Villa had to come out and we were able to break, you know. And even then, we couldn't score. So... I'm quite disappointed in the performance. It was a poor performance overall. Aston Villa deserved something from the game. And we've been and we've been saying this for weeks. Teams that are playing Manchester United are having 50-50 chances of getting a result. And that should not be. We should be defeating teams with authority, with impunity. The game should be won even before kicking a ball. But Teams fasten their chances against Manchester United. And we have a very soft midfield. Fred and McTominay, they give their best, but their best is not good enough. They are not specially defensive midfielders. And so they are unable to seize control of the midfield, retain possession, you know, um, play triangle passes, play one-touch passes, release the ball quickly. They are too predictable, taking too many touches of the ball, you know, before releasing or making a simple pass to, you know, sideways, not even incisive passes or true passes, you know. So it was, for me, a poor performance overall for Manchester United, an abysmal, terrible, pathetic, appalling one. And 
I don't know what Rannick is doing. I'm actually happy he didn't go with the four-two-two-two-two formation and play um, Mr. What's his name again? Greenwood in midfield with Bruno. I'm glad he didn't even play Sancho and Greenwood as um, wide wide forwards who are supposed to come compact into the midfield. You know. We have a long way to go. There's so many problems with the Man United team um, in defence, in midfield, even in attack. The whole team is a mess. The only position that looks secure is the goalkeeper position. So Man United need to improve, and we need to improve like yesterday. I hope Raf Ranik will sign a defensive midfielder, you know. And um, if he does that, he can enable players like... McTominay or Fred to push for that forward or Van de Beek, you know. So I think that is the problem. I don't know why it's so difficult to address, and I don't the way I'm the the body language and the kind of utterances they're making. I don't think we will get one, you know, anytime soon. I think they are waiting for the summer to sign any. But if that is the case, the Rafranic is no is another intelligent puppet but a puppet regardless that's what i think as for individual performances um david dj was outstanding excellent again you know made great saves missed important blocks stopped important shots from going in you know um with dj has been amazing this season and to think that last season some people were pushing the agenda for Dean Henderson. It's just, it's just terrible. It just shows you how, I don't know what, what to describe some of the United fan base. It's really those in the media who were pushing for Dean Henderson to be number one. The guy was great last season. And he has been even far, much, much better this season. So, and it's not surprising that Dean Henderson is probably one foot out of the club, maybe on loan or maybe on a permanent deal. Who knows? Anyway, um, in defense, Dalot, I think I was, I'm, I was impressed with Dalot's performance in the first half. In the second half, his performance dropped, but most of the attacks from Villa were more central and more from Luxor's wing, you know. So, um, but Dalot didn't really move, didn't really overlap and push forward enough in the second half. He did in the first half, and um, but he was laid back in the second half. Um, the defense pairing of I like the Lindelof Varane pairing, but Lindelof made too many sloppy errors for my liking, and he needs to work on that and not be like a Harry Maguire. I still prefer him to Harry Maguire, who is a liability, but Lindelof has not done enough for me to keep Maguire out of the starting eleven, and I, I won't be surprised if Mr. Rannick uh, brings uh, Maguire back in the uh, back for the Villa game on Saturday. And um, at left back, I think I was impressed with Luke Shaw's performance over the game. It wasn't vintage Luke Shaw, but he did much better than he did against Wolves. And he made some very intelligent decisions uh, defensively. So I was happy with Luke Shaw's performance. I think he did very well. Varane also did very well. 
you know he was much more commanding very quick on the ball intelligent on the ball um was defensively solid uh Rafael Varane I think he covered a lot for Lindelof's flaws and sloppiness I think Lindelof is um feeling the effects of COVID maybe um he was out for a couple of games and he's just returned so maybe he might get back to his best against um Villa in the next game whether running to select him over Maguire is left to be seen. I hope he sticks with Lindelof anyway and continue the partnership and understand between him and Baran. In midfield, Raf, I mean, I beg your pardon. In midfield, Fred and Scott McTominay were poor. Um, overall, I think they were not very good. Uh, they were average, I would say. I have to be fair. They con- combined to grab United's first goal. But we lost control of the midfield, and the same problems we've had with McFred over the past one, two years. Red's ugly head again. They failed to, their ball control is poor. Uh, that is a first touch when receiving balls is very suspect. And they can't play. They can't play without being bullied off of the ball, especially Fred. They get bullied off the ball easily and then picking a forward pass is quite difficult for them they prefer the easy sideways passing that does not cause any threat to the opposition um both of them were very um guilty of that throughout the game sideways passing and all that then um mr bruno fernandez was poor yeah i have to say so here i don't i can't recall of anything he did that was extraordinary he had a better first start than the second half, definitely, but the second half was, he was abysmal for the entire period, was on the pitch. Um, Rashford, too, was also abysmal. He was poor, especially the second half. His body language is terrible. How can you not be an alert for any spills when a shot is played? Yes, you may have wanted a great to pass the ball to you, but when he didn't pass, you should be a lot if his shot was spilled. When his shot spilled, you were not ready to go for the kill. If Cavani was there, I'm sure that would have been the second goal. But we already removed him. And Rashford was there moaning and crying and refused to go after the boat that had spilled from the grasp of um, Emiliano Martinez because Greenwood didn't pass to him. It's, it's a shambles, this club. And these are the things that reinforce the rumors that there may be clicks in this side. Players are not. Players are acting. Acting strange, acting lazy, acting like big players who cannot be concerned with doing the basics. Rashford loses position instead of trying to regain position. He just moans and you know walks or. You know, jogs doesn't try to win the ball back, and this is the problem with Manchester United. These are part of the problem. When players lose possession, they do not make any attempt to put pressure on the opposition. They just allow other players to try and clean up their mess. It's just terrible. Cavani, he did a lot of hard work, but didn't really have the service, uh, which is a problem of Manchester United. We don't really give uh, strikers service, and and that's why I look at fans who criticize Cristiano Ronaldo for the problems Man United are having today, you know. 
according to the stats ahead, Ronaldo is our highest goal scorer with 14 goals, and the person nearest to him has scored only five. That should send some shockwaves, you know, and that is why we are struggling to score goals. We are not, not too many of our forwards are not scoring. Greenwood is not scoring, Rashford is not scoring, Marshall is not getting any um, call-ups, um, Lingard is not getting any call-ups. When the break is not getting any call ups, Bruno has you know is blunt or has lost form, just like Rashford has. Bruno's last goal or goal involvement was against Arsenal when he scored. Since then, no show. So these are the issues. Mine and I have lots of players underperforming or off form. And most of our goals typically come from Bruno and Rashford, and both of them are off form this season. And that has contributed to our poor performances. So, there's a lot of work to do in this United team. Elanga, Lingard came on, and Van der Beek, but only Van der Beek had enough time to make an impact, and I believe he did, um, in helping to take a sting of the game, try and retain some of the possession, and, you know, try to create chances for the team to grab a second goal that would have killed off the game, but it will not to be. But Elanga made a lot of impact in his um, chasing lost courses and trying to stretch the Aston Villa defence. So I think I like Elanga's performance. Lingard, I don't think he really did enough, um, but he tried to, you know, play his own part, you know, in ensuring that we won the game. So, overall, a very poor performance from Manchester United, especially in the second half. We were on the ropes and we were holding on. And if not for the brilliance of DJ, we could have easily lost this game. So, Rafranic has a lot of work to do. Um, and he needs to start by keeping clean sheets and try to assume control of the midfield. He needs to be bolder and play players like Van der Beek in the midfield if he wants to get control. Of course, there's a balance, but we need to get control of that midfield. McFred does not work, and he needs to find a solution to McFred. So that's all I have to say about the game. United were poor. We will only look good if we're counter-attacking, and that is the state of our team. It's the counter-attacking team. It's not a team that can dictate or control a game, and that is where we need to strengthen in the midfield. If we fix that problem, I'm sure we will win a trophy within a year or two, but we are through to the next round to play Middlesbrough, and hopefully we will scale through that and meet um, a team that will be... Not too difficult to beat, but I'm afraid by the fifth or quarter final, we'll probably be dumped out of the competition because of the way we are playing, unless we hit some kind of good form and, you know, you know, try to maybe we hit some good form and our midfield begins to play as it should. That's what I feel, but I don't think we can win any trophies this season. This season is a completely is a complete write off and waste, in my opinion, because of the way my United are playing at the moment. So thank you everyone for listening. I appreciate you guys for taking out time to listen to this podcast. I'll be back for the Aston Villa Premier League fixture after we take them on. Hopefully, we will defeat them and we'll begin to smile again. But I guess we can sleep tonight and, well, knowing that, uh, basking the fear that we've at least won a game, 
and we move to the next round. The important thing in the FA Cup is to win and not the other stats. So thank you again for listening and good night and bye for now.